Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. I am here downtown Los Angeles where it's real muggy. LA cockroaches run wild. Oh my goodness. And it's more homeless people than a third world country. But it's beautiful because it's LA. Hey, I got a special guest with me too. <laughs> and she lives down here. <laughs> oh my God. What is it? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yo, wait a minute. So you know, uh, you know, me and Monty, like we, I, my my travel schedule is crazy right now. So she's not with us this week, but we gonna have stuff all settled down. Like it's you know, it's just a time of transition and a lot going on. So just bear with us. You're gonna get us with a lot of new features and things like that coming up. But, uh, you know, for the next ice cube, ice cube (laughs) uh, uh, drop right there for the next year, like month or so, you know, we can have a lot of, you know, hosts sitting in for either me or Imani uh, until we a little settled down this next month. So we're going to enjoy it because we have a special guest here today. I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit about her background, you know, what she does, who she is. And you know why she decided to sit down, you know, with us today. So go on ahead and give us all of that. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Sheba, um, aka Nastasia Marie on Instagram. Oh, nice drop Shameless plug. plug. <laughs> 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 um, well, I host music art and fashion festivals for the underground. There's something. A super top secret project called the Divine Conglomerate Arts Show. That uh, also another shameless plug. You can find that on Instagram. But we are here to um, highlight unsigned and um, independent artists with commercial ready products to be able to showcase and expose themselves to the general public. So we want to give people a platform to be able to show your shit. That's the hashtag. Show your shit. Show your shit. Yeah. Come with it correct and proper and show it. And um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, you know, for me. Where are you from? From Jersey, East Orange. (laughs) But I did did grow up in Virginia as well. Okay. And what what HBCU you went to? Because you did go to. Union. You, you, I love it, I love it, I love it. Wow. Yes. Hey, you know, one thing I will say, even though Bowie State beat your ass and everything. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying, CIAA, that's us. Basketball. Union, that was not strong. Y'all low-key ain't been good since Ben Wallace. Okay, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, enough is enough. Low-key ain't been good since Ben Wallace. It's not a low-key. That's a a very, that's a very prominent. Hey, but you know what? What I will say, though, is everybody I meet from Union got a lot of pride. Like, I met met uh, a lady at Union when I was in New York a couple weeks ago. Well, she was from Union. She was bartending at Sweet Chick, uh, Niles' restaurant out there in Brooklyn. Great chicken and waffles, by the way. They got one out here now. They got one out here now. So we're going to go? Got to go. It's dope. We got to write a review. Got to write a review on Yelp. Big. Hey, wait, but they do a DJ at nighttime, all hip hop. Oh, that'd be dope. Like underground stuff. Like, it's dope. It's a nice setup. But anyway, she was from Union. Super cool. Everybody I meet from Union got a lot of pride in. I just enjoy people like 
that got a lot of pride in the HBCU. So shout out to Union, man. I'm gonna show y'all some hey. love, man. Show y'all some love. So we got some cool topics. I'm glad I got uh, cool. Or just like interesting, interesting, interesting topics. Very relevant. Yeah, I'm glad I have a, a woman's perspective here today. Last time I had my homeboy on the show with me, Jonathan Hall. But I feel like it was. It's, this is a real good day, like any day. It's beautiful. Yeah, to have, but to have a, a, a black woman on here that knows, you know, what she's talking about and can give us some oh, game. Oh yeah, give us some game. Yeah. So. We'll start off on a lighter note. Yeah, let's not. We're not gonna dive too deep. We'll talk about the super chocolate chip R and B singing yes. brother that all of our aunties love I so mean, much. I think that every every black woman really still loves him. Oh, I mean, it's no. a generation gap with that. No, we can't. No, no, we no, can't no, say no. the high school I mean, and you're college. You're a black like, man. Come on. So you can't really speak on that. My ear to the streets, though. My ear but to the streets, bro. I'm sorry. Even though he's like almost fifty, he is sexy, and he will not be sexy until eventually. Maybe he's saggy. I'm not even sure if that's gonna happen before he dies. So I'm pretty sure he's just gonna always be sexy, and then he's just gonna die one day. But you understand, it's a group of college, high school, even like just entering, like just graduated college people that don't even remember Sweet Lady. Like that's okay, but I guarantee you, if you show them a picture of him, they're gonna think he's sexy. They so fuck with him for the Fast and the Furious. All right, See? I got you. Got like you. that's it. Doesn't matter. So Tyrese. My 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 beautiful uh, 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 black brother, strong brother. Started with beautiful, that beautiful, nice. beautiful, strong black brother. You know we are we are beautiful yeah, people. Yeah, you know yeah. I, I feel like he's a beautiful spirit. Melanin popping. But he had a real light skin moment. Yeah, he did. All yeah, he over did. Twitter. So apparently, you know, for any of you guys that don't know, uh, he's been at odds with the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Almost worth a billion. The Rock Johnson, superstar. The Rock, super duper star. Super duper star. <laughs> the Rock Johnson, because he uh, has been given the opportunity and has taken the opportunity to get a spinoff to the Great Fast and the Furious series. Yes. And apparently, this has been something that's been going on the past few months. And Tyrese just went on another rant because I guess he finally found out that The Rock is taking it. And um, I'm just going to read it for them real quick. He was quite taken aback. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read it real quick. And then because you've watched some of the Fast and the Furious. Of course. And then I'll let you dive into it. So Tyrese, and I quote, diversity, love, multi-ethnic, worldwide, multi-generational, United Nations, one race, fast family, until Dwayne showed up. I guess this whole time he had a problem because he wasn't the only one on the movie poster. I guess dreams do come true. Congratulations to H.H. Garcia 41 on Instagram and The Rock. You guys are just amazing. You really broke up the fast family. I tried to warn you guys. You thought I was hating. I was simply fighting to keep the family together. What makes us great is when you see us all together. We don't fly solo. <laughs> 
I'm trying not to laugh reading this. My last post today, I got three years of venting on this clown. They offered, but you didn't have to agree with the Solo Hobbs movie. Original Fast Family, we salute you and stand on your shoulders. <laughs> Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Rob Cohen, Roman Tej. We offered to, we well, we were offered the spinoff and we turned it down. Real quick, one more. PSA, congratulations to The Rock and your brother-in-law, a.k.a. Seven Bucks producing partner, H.H. Garcia, 41, Seven Bucks, okay, for making the Fast and Future franchise about you. You made it about you, The Rock. And like you, DJ Dwayne Johnson, even if they call, I will not be deleting this post. Good night, folks. See you in 2020, April. Fast family, right? Nah, it's about Team Dwayne. Three years we will have to wait. Will it be worth the wait? Will it be worth the wait? Okay. No show. No show. Just Hobbs. <laughs> wait. No show. Just Hobbs will be another Baywatch. Wait. What do you say? Just Hobbs. Will this no be another? Show. Yeah. Will this be another? Damn. Will this be another Baywatch? Wow. Wow. Guys, guys, just relax. I'm just a passionate film critic. It's a whole lot in that. So I'm just going to let you do your thing. Yeah, Tyrese, this could have been done in a much more tasteful way that didn't make it seem like you've been hating the whole time. I mean, I think I see where he's coming from. Like, if, if, hold on, (laughs) if he was, if they were all offered, like, and they discussed it together, like, hey, we're not going to take this because we want to do a movie all together. So if they were offered and then they all decided like together not to do it. And then eventually his offer came and then he decided to do it, even though they had all agreed. And he was like, I told y'all niggas that like, he was all about him. Maybe they might've had a, like a whole separate discussion. And then he just decided to be like, fuck y'all niggas. Like, do you see this paycheck? I'm going to do this, which I mean, if you think about it, then it's just like he kind of went on his like bitch nigga rant here. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not like it if that was the case, then it wasn't unwarranted. It's like he just he pulled the Donald Trump. Yo, man, this nigga tripping, man. Let me tell you, first off, first off, the owners of the series, like they got to do whatever's in the best sake of this. So That's true. a spinoff movie could be to set up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The next two. Maybe they need to do this to help fulfill the story. It could be all sorts of reasons yeah. for it. You know what I'm saying? But for you to get on there, like, after another grown-ass man makes a grown-ass decision yeah. to be in a movie that they actually to star in, bro, you just got to eat that. You just got to eat that. This ain't the place for it. And like you said... If you had a problem, you could have came to him as an adult mm-hmm. male. This is like the third or fourth time he's went on an Instagram, Twitter rant. Like, oh, bro, really? yeah, this this happened like a couple weeks ago too. About the same thing. It's like, bro, maybe the issue is like them calls is quiet for other movies. Like, cause I don't hear Vin Diesel and none of these other niggas like oh. complaining about this. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Like, I know like Tyrese. This like the only thing I kind of see Tyrese in. Like, if we being real, I don't really remember like what Transformers or something. I don't know. I don't know. Baby boy. 
Oh, come on. That was. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm saying is, bro, if the work is quiet, just say the work quiet. Like, throw the rock a bone. This nigga might put you in something. Like, you know what I'm saying? He don't Get you a better image. <laughs> Into a movie now. Come on now. Well, you don't gotta hate on the nigga uh, either. Yeah, that's all oh I'm saying. Gosh. I'm not hating on the nigga like you, but I'm saying either way, if he would have did it behind the scenes, we wouldn't have known about none of yeah, the dick sucking true. or none of that. Like you know what I'm saying? Or ass kissing, whatever. Like he well, just would have been. Get into that story. He yet. just would have been asking the homeboy to hold him down. Like they fast family, hold me down with Moana or some shit Maybe that you about to be Moana. in. I'm just yeah, saying, but don't come on with that hating ass that, shit. It wasn't that movie. As a grown ass man going on Instagram. Come on, yeah. man. I think grown men need to stop going on Instagram to rant. Like that like like stop Rob Kardashian. Like you're pulling a Rob Kardashian, but this time it's not like that's a little bit different. I, that's way different, but it's <laughs> like it's not just a little bit different. That nigga might have had a little gripe. Okay, well, no. But not really, but I'm just saying. It's like, it's, it's different because, like, that situation is different. But it's the same thing. You're getting on Twitter and on Instagram with your feelings and throwing them out there for no reason. Like, handle your shit inside your room like everyone else. Nigga. Everyone else in the world, guess what? We have issues, and you know what we have to do? Figure it the fuck out without involving every single everybody, other person. Everybody don't need to know about it. Yes, bro. that's what I'm saying. Like, things that you go through, everybody doesn't have to know. Don't be that. Like, he literally wrote a paragraph on each of these. Two different paragraphs. Yeah. Well, obviously, you said this happened before, so I'm. it might be yeah. five paragraphs. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it might be actually an essay. Um, but it, 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 it looks like his feelings were hurt. He had a waffle-colored Negro moment. A waffle-colored Negro moment? Yeah. A what light, is that even? A light Negro moment. Oh, you mean like Roscoe's waffles. Right. Not like a nicely... And this is not waffle. to... I, you know, I got a lot of light-skinned people in my family. This is not to say you're they're light all light-skinned. Skin. I'm not light-skinned. You are light-skinned. I'm dark-skinned. No, you're not dark-skinned. Yo, I'm dark-skinned. See, first of all, I'm not going to get into this argument with you. Like, you not, not today. I feel like you've gotten into this <laughs> argument before. Not today. Before. Yeah, because y'all be yeah, disrespectful. No. Y'all be disrespectful. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's true. Just because, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just because I might be one or two shades darker than the brown bag, don't mean that I'm no more or less dark skinned than the rest yeah, of no, y'all. No, no, no. It's just dark skinned and then it ain't. shades lighter than a brown bag. That's not, not darker. All right, see, that's disrespectful. You, I might, yeah, no. You Come are on, one. Of, I'm serious. Are you trying to play me out? You're now. light skinned. No, I'm not. Put your arm here. I wish people. Yo, ain't you seen the artwork? You seen the artwork? Yeah, that's way darker than you are. <laughs> no, it's not. That's my real complexion. No, it's not. That's how I'm walking the earth. That's not how you. That's not. Look, you being selfish right now. You being selfish right now. I wish that people could see me. And you're a hater. I'm not a hater. Look and at you're you. a hater. Are you about to type a dissertation I on might. Instagram? I might. The bottom picture? line is this: Tyrese got to get over that shit, man. It's so. true. It's true. Tyrese, it's okay. It's gonna be all right. Um. As far as The Rock, The Rock. Keep doing what you're doing, my nigga. I mean, yeah, look, I mean, The Rock was the second highest paid actor last year. I think Mark Wahlberg was one with like 140. I don't know. It might have been more. Wahlberg? Yeah, but you know, Mark Wahlberg write a lot of shit, too. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, he write a lot. He write a lot of shit. So that's where he got most Mark of his Mark Wahlberg from. is a gangster. So. I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That's my dog. Like, that's my dog. Like he's invited to the barbecue real, whenever. Yes, he's a real th- that he's real. Ever since four brothers, 
I have a friend that has worked with him. Well, not with him, cool? but with somebody else with him. He's he's real. He said he cool. He's cool, but he's intense. Like, I mean, you keep know, keep you on your toes. I think when you get to a certain level, of like a success, yeah, like you got to turn it up more and more. Like you turn it up more and more. It's almost like you know you used to play basketball. It's yeah. like your intensity and like the regular season is different than the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Championship. Like so, when I mean, you you're at a point, telling me that I need an intern for what I need, and I didn't even realize until you said it, but it's true. Yeah. So like. You do everything by yourself the first time, then the next time, like you need help, and then the next time it's so much more, you need even more. So, you have to have a different capacity at that point. So, I get you turn up on these niggas, man. Like, that's that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Whatever you're doing in life, turn up, take it up to another notch. Speaking of turning it up, oh, goodness, the NFL owners have decided to turn it up. On their Negro slaves, a.k.a. players. Oh, my goodness. He and I hate, said wade in the water. Yeah, I hate to say it, too. Because I love, you know, it's been a tough NFL season for me. Because I really do love football. World's tiniest violin playing. <laughs> you a hater. <laughs> yeah. So tough, no man. man, but I it has been because I love football, but it's like it's hard to like support some of this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just when you know the people behind it, it's just like these people, and it's like you always kind of knew it, but now that it's like more out there, it's it just sounds like, like all of the killing that's been happening, and you sound like the white people that are just now seeing it. No, that's not what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's not like. what I'm saying. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's not, this is been it. I knew that this was happening, but now that it's on my TV screen, it's a problem nah, because now it's nah, on my nah, 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 nah. That ain't what I'm saying at all. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just like, man, like, because the league is 70% black. So you watching it like I'm watching it for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? For them, for okay. the players. Hold on. What? It's backwards. How is that backwards? That's completely backwards. That's the problem. What you mean? That's the problem. You're like, I'm watching it for the players. No. I'm saying that's why I've been watching it. Like That's what I'm saying to you. In your mind, that's why you believe you're watching it. But in all actuality, that's just perpetuating these motherfucking white people making even more money off of black people and black people being talented with their bodies again that's all it ever is nigga your no. body can do that's this. not what i'm saying that's not what, you took that wherever you wanted to take it no i'm serious look. You think about it oh look at them how about this look at them they can look at how they're built yeah <laughs> first off i'm not looking at no nigga okay, talking about not, i'm not saying it like that i'm, I'm saying, saying like damn like, like you can take that that Negro right there, he can take out two of those white players. Look, look. We first, need to get him on our team. Yo, and you know just, how much they get paid? You just Fox News the shit out of me right now. <laughs> That's what you just did. All I'm saying is this: <laughs> it's a fucking fun game. I didn't play it before. <laughs> I like watching niggas that can do shit that I can't do. Like, I mean, that's really all it is. The bottom line of it: niggas know, be wearing cool uniforms. It's deeper. You know what I'm saying? Me, it's deeper than that because it's like. Wow, like the. So let me ask you this then. Let me ask yeah. you this then. To that same thing, when you go see, I don't know, who's your favorite artist? Like, I mean, you didn't say a couple. So if you went to a Busta Rhymes concert, uh huh. Why are you going to see Busta Rhymes? 
Because he performing. Why? But why do you want to see Buster Rhymes? Because he can rap. He does something excellent. He's great at what he does. Yes. So that's all I'm saying. Hold on. Like we, but we like to watch people. But that's, for our entertainment. That's, that's hold on. First thing, let's start here. First thing, if Buster Rhymes is at a concert on tour, unfortunately, I'm supporting this nigga's life without supporting whoever. That's not true. Okay, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. This nigga got lawyers, road okay, managers, yeah, yeah, 360 yeah. deals. Nigga, well, what white folks is, is getting paid, period. Yes, in, in every in every industry. Okay. That's very true. So? Which is why I don't go to concerts. Oh, see, now you just switched up the whole shit. I don't. I don't. I've never actually been to a so concert. So, wait a minute. Also. Wait, where you listen to your music at? What do you mean? I told you where I listen to What music. you got, Spotify or you got Apple Music? Spotify. Then you supporting the white man. <laughs> supporting the white man too. I didn't say they wasn't, but I'm just saying you're not about to knock me for the football, have, and then you listen to Spotify. I have free Spotify. First thing. Second thing. You know they still get paid off of that. Because for your advertisement. Okay. <laughs> Second thing is that most of the time I listen to SoundCloud because I'm looking for undiscovered artists. All right, that's why I fuck with you. So, I, I definitely fuck with you. See? You do do that, but I'm just gonna say you're not about to knock me. I am. You're not about this, to knock this is me, bro. So blatant. But I like, wait a minute. But let, but you didn't let me finish though. Okay. I watch the NFL now. I bootleg all that shit. Fire stick. Fire stick. <laughs> they not getting none of my money. Yeah, but I'm illegally watching that shit. No, they don't. I'm illegally watching it. It's a fire stick. It's jailbroke. They streaming it through the internet, and they not getting not a single penny. So guess what? I beat the system. What? Well, I beat you the just told everybody. I beat the system. This is a black show. All right. <laughs> this is for people. This is for colored folks. All right. <laughs> for colored. So everybody colored, we doing a little something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bootlegging the CD, sneaking into a movie. Everybody got their vice. That's true. Everybody got their vice. You know what I'm saying? So if you can snitch on me over the podcast, so be it. <laughs> I just got to beat that. But anyway, back to the topic. The NFL owners. Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones, for all you Cowboy fans, y'all got the biggest slave master out of all of them. The biggest slave master. They got the biggest slave master out of all of them. You should be ashamed of yourselves for rooting for that team. You should put a uh, boo sound effect. Boo! That's what it's going to be right now. So he said, one, uh, all his players, you know, if they get caught, not caught, but if they decide not to stand or, you know, knee uh, for the anthem, you know, they won't be playing for his team. Actually, uh, to have um, specific specifically, yeah, he said players will be benched if they disrespect the flag. Disrespect the flag. Now, again, and and that's because he said that this policy is in the best interest of players who need consequences to stand up to peer pressure, as if the, insinuating that they're little black black little boys. These boys, them's boys, need some good old consequences so that they can stand up to this peer pressure. That's low key one of the most disrespectful statements I've ever read in my life. <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep it real. As a grown ass man, if you tell me that I'm susceptible to peer pressure and you, Are as a fucking man, is gonna give me. <laughs> 
consequences to make it easier for me as a grown ass man, I got a problem with that. As a player and just as someone viewing, like, even if you're on the team, even if I'm a stand for it, I'm gonna be like, look, bruh, like, you don't gotta give me no motherfucking consequences. I'm just gonna stand. I'm still down for black people, whatever it may be, but you don't gotta give me no fucking consequences. And I mean, like, that's just. That's just petty, and it's like, bro, you these ain't children you talking about. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. And even for children, I don't think that's a good method, like, to get them to learn how to deal with stuff. So, I don't know what's going on in Jerry Jones' yeah. house. <laughs> like, like, I got questions. I just got questions as a whole. Like, is this how you deal with your kids? Is this how white people deal with their kids? I don't know. Like, I don't think white people really deal with their kids. Peer pressure, like, I mean, like, you know. When Susie come up talking about, like, let me, like, snort that fucking coke in <laughs> fucking high school. Like, do they need a consequence to be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Besides the fact that it's fucking crack. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. I think that I think that one thing I noticed about this is that um, when it comes to these these men, it seems to me like not even it seems what it is 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 the same thing that perpetuated from black wall street it's the same thing that perpetuated from every single protest that's ever happened when black people come together it becomes a problem when Mm. we unify it becomes a problem right because that's if you think about what is it the willie lynch letter Mm -hmm. like you divide black people against one another and you keep them separated so that it was like making a slave 300 years. How do you, how do you make a slave for 300 years? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like he's, he's over here kneeling and then before the anthem and then That's a getting, the whole, stunt, right? getting the whole team to stand up, not just even just a publicity stunt. If you look at it a little bit deeper, that's like, okay, I'm going to control this situation because I'm the white man in authority. So I'm going to appease these niggas and then I'm really gonna have them do what I want them to do. All right. So. Nah, that's true. That's uh, definitely true. And I just looked at it like, I mean, really, bro? Like, I mean, that's really all I could say about it. And then the other thing was they were having a meeting with the owners to decide if they should mandate the player standing up. So you're gonna have a meeting with the owners to decide on a player's behalf like even with anything like it should be a, a meeting with employees and employer yeah. about like what's going on so why would you just have all of the owners in a meeting to decide what the players should be doing and I mean even if you think about this in like <clears throat> the terms of all those veterans too mm-hmm. all those people that actually fought in combat and in war that are kneeling during the anthem that are kneeling on their own personal social media accounts. Right. These are people that the flag represents. Right. And they're kneeling and they're saying that we didn't go fight just because it's patriotic to stand. It's patriotic to have a choice. That's what America is. You get to choose what you do. That's what they went and fought for. Right. So outside of even just all of that, just something as simple as their argument is null and void because it's about making a choice whether or not you choose to stand or kneel. Right. So it's it's the same. It's like they 
they want what they want when they want it. Right. When it, you when you look at the Constitution, I believe it's the Constitution. It says that the American flag is not to be worn. It's not to be on clothing. It's not to be worn as a bathing suit. It's not to be on sneakers. It's not to be on a bandana. Right. But 4th of July comes around. All these bitches running around in bikinis with American <laughs> flags on. I'm confused. I think they have said, too, and uh, that same one, like, it's not supposed to be laid out flat or something like yeah. that. Like, when they bring it out across the field. Like, yeah. That's really a disrespect to the yes. flag. Yes. And so, like, they're doing all these things that are disrespectful to the flag. So you want to be patriotic today. I want everybody that agrees with this whole standing and no <laughs> kneeling. Every single time that you're watching a football game or ice rink game or, or ice Whatever. hockey or basketball. or basketball, every sport, stand your ass up at home. Put your chicken wings down. Put down your little burger sliders and your queso dip and your tortilla chips and your Tostitos. Put your beer <laughs> down. Stand up. Face the American flag hanging inside of your house because I know there has to be one because you're so right. damn patriotic. <laughs> She's so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, face the American flag in your house and while they're singing the natural and national anthem, put your hand over your heart and just newsflash for every white person out the person out there, the black national anthem because at this time that the that the anthem came out, this was not for black people. All right, we were still slaves. All right, so. Our national anthem is Is it Amazing Grace? No. It's not Amazing Grace. It's, it might as well be Amazing it, Grace. It should be Amazing Grace. <laughs> um, the, you know the black national anthem is one of them joints where it just it come on and then you know that's what it is. Like you might not have never sung it your whole life, but when it comes in, it's just something in your spirit. It is lift every voice and sing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yes. I mean. That's the black national anthem. And your league is yes. 70-some percent black, man. Might as well sing it. Hello? And and I'm sorry. You, you, like, everything about this, making these people adhere to your rules and your regulations and calling it patriotism or being patriotic is just like those people in Charlotte carrying tiki torches down the street right. that are being like it's the same thing right but don't forget speaking of the tiki torches your boy Jerry Jones said he got the inspiration uh, for the idea from Trump oh yeah <laughs> to say that the boys not the boys see look you it got is. me saying that but to say that these guys the players the men should uh, shouldn't be able to play so basically, because the whole reason they kneeled two weeks ago was because of what he had said, mm -hmm. which was that, um, you know, if they kneeled, they should be fired. They should be kicked yep. off the team. So you kneeled for that two weeks ago, along with a bunch of the other owners kneeled, linked arms, whatever they did. But then two weeks later, all you guys is meeting up. To mandate that they do exactly what Donald Trump has said in that speech where he called them sons of bitches. I guarantee you, if every <laughs> single football player decided, you know what, my dignity and my respect for my culture and myself and not for cultural appropriation, if those if every single nigga on every single team left and quit 
I guarantee you they wouldn't even trip off this shit. They'd be like, "All right, just come back." Okay, just Just come back. back. I'm sorry, because they would lose so much money that they would be like, "Fuck!" Like we don't have. They know that they have the power, and that's the difference. It's just like they control things with money, but money don't mean shit. All right, and like the crazy part is they wouldn't even have to do it that long. No, if they picked. Uh, perfect. I was talking to my homeboy about this. Like the time everybody is there, like the main football week, probably the most popular football week outside of the Super Bowl, is Thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving. If all of them niggas sat out the week of Thanksgiving, they would be so fucking hot from all that money. Like the negotiating chips would be so different. Yep. It's just like yeah, they probably take it. You remember they took because they took the uh, the pledge of allegiance out of school. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just like, bro, like you're not about to just have people. You're not about to make people say that shit. Yeah. Like you can't make people do that because we all got different experiences with it. Yeah. So if somebody want to sing it, they want to sing it, but you can't sit here and mandate that to folks because yep. it means something different to all of us. So I think the bottom line is like a lot of these owners or most of them. They showed their true colors. Like, them having this meeting to make sure that all the players stand. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I think, like, you had brought up a good point. I think it's to this point. Now it's just at a point where they just don't want to see black folks, I think, doing something, you know, in solidarity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because all of the players ain't, you know, outspoken about what's going on. You know, you got a couple of them, Cap and Michael Bennett and some of these other guys that's really, like, speaking on the stuff. But some of the other ones are just doing it just as a sign of support. Yeah. And some of them, like, I was talking to my homeboy, but I think some of them are just doing it as men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my right. Like, I don't have to stand up. It's not in my contract. If I don't want to stand up, I don't want to stand up. And you definitely not about to call me out my name and tell me I got to do it if I don't have to. So I think that's a part of it, too. It's just like, at the end of the day, these are men. You know what I'm saying? So... I think the next step is going to be, like you said, I don't know if it's going to be sitting out, but it's going to be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. Over I guarantee the you weeks. if every team, if they got up to go on, go on the field and every black man or every man that white man, black man, whatever, you walk off the field, you go to go play and they, they say hike and you turn around and you leave. Yeah. You just, turn you just have a week, a week with nothing but white players. What? <laughs> First of all, nobody's watching the NFL <laughs> Let's start there. Like, Secondly, man. it wouldn't that be like ninety percent of the linebackers and halfbacks would just be gone. Wide receivers, wide receivers. Yes, the whole team. You're not playing. I mean, the league seventy percent black, so you, most of them. Nobody's gone. playing anyone. Tom Brady can't throw it to Tom Brady. Goddamn it! I don't even want to talk about Tom Brady. Yeah, well. They be cheating anyway, so who cares? Super cheating. So <laughs> anyway, so and um, just a shameless plug for the Giants. Love you guys. Um, you're a Giants fan? Yeah. Oh man, how is that? What are you talking about? Like, no, I'm no, sorry. No. What other team has beat the Patriots? Wait a minute. Two wait years a minute. In a row. Hey, wait a minute. First off, real quick. I just want to bring this up. Didn't you just get done shitting on me about 15 minutes ago for my football watching and you can sit here and just I mean, go hard as fuck for the Giants right now? I'm just saying, I grew up a Giants fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving, moving hey, on. Hey, yo, you see, you see how niggas do, man. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's real crazy. But anyway, so uh, Eminem, I don't know. I didn't watch the Hip Hop Awards, but he had a... a oh, yeah. It was a cool, like, 
it wasn't, you know, one of my favorite Eminem, like, just freestyles, like, just from him from a flow perspective. But yeah. I appreciated the message. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciated him actually freestyling. It was, like, abstract art. Yeah, it was. It felt like spoken word. Yeah. It felt like spoken word or poetry. And uh, I thought it was dope, man, especially with, you know, how hip-hop can be now at the hip-hop awards. Like, sometimes it can be hard to find someone with like some straight I mean, content he did say fuck his fans that like donald trump i'll draw a line in the sand fuck my fans to all my fans so that you know where i stand and if you're not on this side if you're not with us you're against us so i have one thing to say fuck you <laughs> and, that, and that's it uh, your, your memory is pretty impeccable to have watched that video once and got them bars down straight but yeah so that was good you guys should check that out man uh, the, uh, the Eminem BET Cypher man so shout out to yeah. M man he been doing this since he did damn White America on that uh, what was it the Eminem show album well Eminem grew up like yeah I mean he was know. poor he was yeah. a poor white guy. Every poor white person that I meet, they're really, really dope. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be poor though. They gotta, <laughs> they gotta be poor. Nah, I mean, I mean, I think it's easier to draw, understand it. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you like, struggle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But you, you know, it's it's interesting because it's still that gap. Because I think that's why you know racism was so crazy in the way it was. Because it could allow. You know, certain poor white people to think they still better than black people. Well, that's because just because they're white. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, but that's always, what happened back in times in slavery times. Mm-hmm. What ended up is that white people were also like treated as if they were black slaves. So then the black people that were slaves and the white people that were slaves were they started to come together. And then the white people that were the slave owners decided to allow the white people that weren't that were slaves as well freed them basically and was like hey and gave them authority right and then they started to hate the black people because they had authority over them so then they created a hierarchy system that's all it is man yeah that's all they ever that's all it ever is that's all it is man and that i mean honestly that's crazy um i think that whole hierarchy system kind of ties into the whole um what's her name Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill. Yeah. Uh, you wanna you wanna touch on that? Oh my god. Let them know what's going on. So, this strong black Nubian woman, sister. Yes. <laughs> like every time a strong black woman has something to say that's substantial and actually makes sense and is like outspoken about what's going on she gets reprimanded but let a white cop shoot somebody like in cold blood he gets nothing nothing motherfucker can't talk these days man jamel hill got um suspended from espn is the espn right yeah espn yeah she got suspended from espn um because she quote unquote violated the network's social media guidelines. Um, I want to see those guidelines because they still ain't posted that. Yeah. I'm still trying to see what that is because I'm trying to figure out from what she said in them tweets, like what could have been violated. Like, 
I don't understand either. Because all she said is if they don't kneel, someone's seen them as sellouts. Like. Right, which is true. Like, I, I mean, mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. Is, yeah, I mean, that's I true. Mean, white people that, white players that are kneeling are being looked at from the own white community as, as sellouts. Or as nigger well. lovers. Or nigger lovers, exactly. <laughs> so, like, so it's like. That's just what it is. It's definitely just what it is. And I think that, and the other thing she had said too was like, if you uh, upset at Jerry Jones for making him do that, then like, I mean, stop I'll, watching. Yeah, the stop Cowboys. watching, and then like, don't support his uh, his uh, uh, endorsers or you know his advertisers. Like, you know, what I'm saying that's how you kind of make some change. Yeah. And then. Well, I mean, of course. Look, if she wants, she said, if you're trying to make change, yeah. just like we said, black people come together, make decisions, make strong decisions. They gotta do something. Right. They can't have this nigga bitch up here running and calling <laughs> shots. <laughs> that's what. That's exactly what it is for them. Yo, man, Can I, I think, say that on here? Am I even allowed to curse on here? I mean, we've been cussing the whole 40 minutes. So. I know. That's horrible. Yeah. So, Lord I mean, forgive me. Just following suit, man. You know, oh, it's all no. good. It's just an honest conversation. But anyway, at the end of the day, yeah, man, these motherfuckers, nah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, like, you know, ESPN, man, like, they've already come off as, like, a network that is only going to allow you to be but so black, like, you know what I'm saying? And they, they're constantly proving it, and, like, I mean... Didn't Stephen A. Smith... Yeah, I forgot what he got suspended for. It was something back yeah. in the day. But, I mean, it's just interesting uh, to see that the action was taken on something like this though like it just seemed like it was just a little bit like damn like she can't say nothing like that's what it felt like yeah she's a woman she's a woman and she's black so now you have like a that's the whole like double quote unquote double negative like you're a woman so you really shouldn't be spoken spoken unless you're spoken to and when you're spoken to you should only say stuff that's like cute and funny and like not All right, they want they like going to be the little the little cute host on the thing yeah. that's just there to <laughs> right yeah so I mean yeah we with you Jamil yeah and I think it's just uh, it's going to be interesting I think shit they need to go to Fox Sports I know you say you don't watch TV like that but Fox Sports is uh that's like the network that's getting all the ESPN's employees. So I hope that her and Michael Smith make a trip over to Fox Sports and start dealing with Uncle Shannon because there's no reason they should be censored, especially for something like this. Yeah. You know, like when you your profession is to get paid to speak your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On sports. But it's only when your opinion is valued to the company. Right, right, right. And I think they're starting to show that it's not valued the way it should be. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully they make a move, but we'll keep you posted on that. I hope they go under. Yeah. I hope ESPN flops. They should. And their network doesn't get any ratings, and then they have to get pulled. Go to Fox Sports, but yeah. I mean, I think... I mean, we're living in such a good time. I think we're going to see a lot of new networks popping up. Like, I think it's going to be a lot of new yeah. networks and stuff popping up. So, shout out to Jamil Hill, man. We'll see what happens. Um, before we go any further, make sure you log on to GetFarMagazine.com. Number one 
spot for black culture, black lifestyle. So go check that out. G-E-T-F-A-R magazine on all social media platforms and go check it out on the website, giftfarmagazine.com. Also, go to Imani's YouTube page, check out all her tutorials on beauty, self-care, self-love, all that good stuff. Imani Shani on YouTube. And you got something you want people to check out? They can check out at Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, conglomerate. You can Google how to spell conglomerate. You can just speak to text to type it. Divine Conglomerate Art Show on Instagram. And check out some of the newest upcoming designers that are here in L.A. Um, Some models, dope music um, that nobody's ever heard of, and art from artists that you can locally get some speaking pieces and dope maybe like collabs that you want to work with some people so go check it out at divine conglomerate art show respect my conglomerate Ooh! oh yeah i used to to love that song shout out to buster rhymes for being that forever yo you low-key sleep for not using that song already like for real i'm gonna need you to do that for the next promo okay for the next promo video you Uh, guys that song was classic i know jd kiss verse J.D. Kiss verse. J.D. Kiss is my number three favorite rapper. Yo, why every time we talk, you got a different, like, top five? No, I don't. Yo, low-key. Number one was Cassidy. Number two was Big Al. You are super nigga for having Cassidy. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he like, just called me you, super nigga. You're a super nigga. Hella bars. Like, that's what you're all yeah. about with Cassidy. <laughs> you said, all right, nah, give me your top five right quick <laughs> so you can stay, so I can have it on tape. Okay. Cassidy. Cassidy is number one. Big L. Big L. See? Harlem Zone. Uh-huh. Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss. Chic Louch. Chic Looch. Looch. No. Yeah, Chic Looch. Are you sure? I promise you. Okay, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. Okay. <laughs> and number five, Buster Rhymes. See, but you have said someone else for that number five. No, I didn't. Oh, he was at the coffee shop. No, I said there was. I said I don't know who my number five is. I said I can't think of him. There is somebody, but I can't think of him. And I kept saying that, but I couldn't think of who it was. But I knew I had a number five, but I couldn't think of him. All right, that's a solid top five. That's a solid top five. We're not gonna be mad at that. See, not gonna be mad at that. Yeah. So, the last topic, very interesting. Whoa. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Very interesting. Because there's so much that ties into this. All Everything that we've been talking about ties into this last topic as well. That's very true. So just a real little backstory right quick. Not even a backstory. I just want to get the right. The Front right. story. Back, oh. The backstory is 400 years ago, slavery happened. Yo, but I want to <laughs> get, get the right white man's name. Like. Before. No, that's not his. He doesn't put his name out there. No, 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 not his. But it's another one. Oh, Weinstein. Uh, Weinstein. Yeah, Harry, yeah, yeah. Harry yeah. Weinstein. Harry Weinstein. So I don't remember what he. Uh, he's a. Is he a movie? Do- yeah, he a movie. He's dude. a Hollywood executive. Yeah, he's a Hollywood executive. So we've been having this stuff going on the last few weeks with Weinstein, uh, and basically women coming out in the industry. I think Angelina Jolie came out today said. This nigga Weinstein, I don't know his first name. Is Harvey. Like Harvey. Harvey. Harvey Weinstein. He's a, he's a fat, disgusting, despicable, slimy, reptilian uh, God, type white horrible. man. And, um, you know, it's just despicable the things that he's doing. 
uh, groping women and things. So it's been a lot of conversation coming out of just about women and, you know, Hollywood having to deal with stuff like that. And in the midst of all that, uh, one of the funniest brothers we know, Terry Crews, you may know him from Friday After Next, The Expendables, White Chicks. White Chicks. Your most shucking and jiving Old Spice commercials. Well, we love Terry Crews. Shucking and jiving. But some of them joints was shucking and jiving. We got to be honest. But anyway, Terry Crews, good dude. Real good dude. Ex-NFL player, too. A lot of people don't know that. He used to play in the NFL. Ex-NFL player. He looks disgusting. He looks like a cockroach. All right, we're not here to, we're not here to dog Terry Crews out. He going through something. Not Terry Crews. Oh, Weinstein. Some. I was like, yes, come on. Yes, no, Terry I was like, Crews. I was like, you got no. I was like, you a savage. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she was savage out this joint. So anyway, Terry Crews came out and he did about 10 tweets basically saying that uh, he was going through it. Um, thinking about the Weinstein scandal because he um, was sexually harassed by a Hollywood executive. And if you know Terry Crews, he's a very big dude. Like I said, he's an NFL player. But um, just to kind of give you the story, he said he was at a party with his wife, with his wife, and some executive male, some white guy, high, big wig guy just came up and groped him, grabbed a handful of his man jewelry, handful of it, walked off, you know, and basically Terry Crews was like, yo, man, what you doing, man? And, you know, but he said he didn't want to look, go back okay, at him. You're being too, <laughs> you're being too gentle with this. So I was just setting it up. This right. nasty white man who has a bunch of power, power hungry, just as usual as most of these men are, came up to Terry Crews in front of his wife with his wife standing there, grabbed his dick in his balls and looked at him and let it go. And his wife... Terry Crews and his wife looked at him like probably in utter shock, just looking at this man like, what the fuck? And the man just gave this disgusting like smile at him and walked away. That might have been the most disturbing part of the story. Yes. That's that, why I'm like, that, this wasn't that just. That was disturbing. Like what? Like. Besides the fact that he did grab if him. I was his wife. I don't. I'm surprised. I'm just. That's amazing. The Lord stopped them from doing anything to him because if I don't know if it was me, I think I would have beat that man the fuck up and then beat him down right there off break off rip. Like, what are you like? What? But at the same time, I wasn't in the situation. So, like, I could have been they could have been frozen from shock. I don't know if it's enough shock in the world. Like, I mean, because Terry Crews said he was afraid. You know, first he was shocked, like you just said, he was shocked. And then he thought about, you know, well, he thought about it, but he more so thought about, like, if I do this, like, how would it look me beating a big black guy, beating up this white dude? And then, like, how would, you know, it affect his career? So it's a couple parts I got with this. One, it ain't nothing to think about if someone violates you, like. I ain't saying you got to kill nobody or nothing like that. 
but you got to protect yourself at all times. Like sometimes you got to beat a motherfucker's ass for the next generation or just for the next person so they don't have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sometimes you just got to take one on the chin. So I was kind of surprised. And then with the fact that he has said for his career, like that was something that he might be worried about. Like fellas, ladies, like whatever career you in, your morals, your values, your beliefs is worth more than all of that for someone that that this goes beyond disrespect like this was pure violation you're talking about assault and violation like don't let nobody nobody violate that and just like they walk away from it and he said he sent him an apology email or something like that i'm like yeah. bro that ain't enough like it really ain't enough so motherfuckers gotta get their ass beat man i don't know that I mean, shit. I don't even think that that... I think that that's like a temporary minimum fix without really even fixing anything. Um, I think that, like, these men... If you think about this, this goes so far back. Like, like back when slavery first began, there were slavery, slavery camps. There were specific camps where... They would, in front of all the black people, they would tie up the biggest nigga. They would tie him down, spread his legs and, and like have his legs spread and like tie his legs to posts and tie his arms to posts. And they would rape the biggest man out of the whole clan in front of everybody, the women, the children. They would rape the women. They would have they would rape the men like they would do this as like a a show of power and dominance over them so even though he issued an apology this is not something that's new he did that before he's not only that he's done it before obviously this is a generational problem of power and domination over the black man like when it comes to they know that you're gonna pick your career and money and this and that over your own self well-being yeah your self-worth and your standards and your well-being they know that they're they have this control and their power this power over you and so you give it to them all these black men doing these mad gay like commercials they're trying to feminize the black man they've been doing this for years they've been demasculinating black men and then black men come back into the culture after being emasculinated by these white men come back and then they have to be hyper masculine towards black women because black women have to be masculine for everything just to just so that we we as black women were looked at as if like we're too strong we have to be strong because now we have to deal with you and you feeling insecure because of your weakness because this white man makes you feel inferior so you have to come feel superior somewhere so then we have to be strong enough for ourselves and our families and other people going through whatever so then it's just kind of like it's this horrible cycle because you're choosing money and this and that over like standing up Mm -hmm. standing up like no like that no it's not okay it's not okay like you on and I'm sorry Terry Crews, if you believe your career is more important than, like, you 
standing strong to who you are and who you really need to be and like like your own personal boundaries like I'm sorry I can't respect that I understand it from a human perspective I can't respect it because that's weak like you're gonna you're Terry Crews he was low key the last nigga I thought that was gonna happen to. I wouldn't think so. He's the biggest blackest nigga. They have to do it to somebody. That, but I'm like nigga. But I'm like nigga. You ain't. I mean, I'm not even saying like the fact that they did it, but like the nigga ain't still off on nobody. Yeah, and that's the thing. They know how to have control over these big black niggas. That's what they do. It's a it's a it's a symbol. It's, I saw. I can't be cool with nobody in Hollywood. That shit can be strictly business out this one. Don't even invite me to the Christmas even party. Even if they're not cool, it. even if they're not cool, they just come and do it to you just because <laughs> to see what you're gonna do, just to see how you're gonna act. Let me see your dick, man. Wait, wait, wait. What you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, nigga. What'd you say? Another no, no, no. Said, pass the sugar. I pass said, the sugar. I said, let me see your pen. Did you hear me? You didn't hear me? Do you have a pen? A big black pen. <laughs> oh, shit. Jamal. All right, man. All right, I'll see you later. Let me see your dick. What? Huh? What? I said, do you have a big? Do you have a big? A lighter? Have a good weekend. Have a good That's all I said. Oh, man. Niggas is going through it, man. That shit For real. crazy. And I feel bad that that happened to him. I definitely did too. Like I, I felt bad. bad. Damn shit! I was like, it's sad. It's something that keeps happening. And it's sad because like Marlon Wayans, please stop doing these movies where your ass cheeks are out and you're and you're naked and you have to wear <laughs> women's clothing. To like stop, please, like please do it for the entire black community. Stop emasculating yourself. How about Medea? Tyler Perry, oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't have to do this anymore. Medea can got die now. You got enough money. You, you bought your it. wife an island. Yeah, You're we fine. Got, we definitely don't Please need no more do some. Movie. Can I'm sorry. Please, every black celebrity, every black male celebrity, can you please start doing stuff collectively outside of just like what the industry tells you to do? Because I just want to put this out there. You don't need the industry. They need you to keep creating stuff. Right. That's period. Point blank. You, the ball's in your court. Stop being afraid. You have the money you need. You you guys can have the backing you need. Everything. You already have the platform because everybody wants to be black, whether they want to admit it or not. White people are inferior to black people because they want to be us. <laughs> like, like, they're afraid because they don't have what we have. Think about it. We keep creating new dope shit. They take our culture. Wow. They what do they call it? They called cornrows something else. Cornrows been worn for the past five hundred years. They calling Kylie Jenner and them are calling cornrows plaques or I don't even know. White rolls. White rolls. Right. Are they really calling them? <laughs> no, that? I'm just oh, I was like what? white rolls. But. It's just like no that you you don't even see that the ball's completely in your court. It's like an abusive relationship. Big abusive. Yes. It's like you're not you need me, but really they need you. Like right. so recognize that. You don't need them. You got everything from them. You already took it all. It's yours. Now right. walk the fuck away and make your own shit like you do. You got the whole black community backing you up. 
We're here. We're ready. Right. We're young. And I think this is the time, like, man, like, my guy, my guy Farrakhan said it, man. It's just like, yo, you got to put the best of your brightest minds together with the best of your dollars. So it's time for the creatives to link up with the people with the money and vice versa. Create our own institutions, whether it be sporting events, whether it be record labels, whether it be movie companies. So we just ain't got to worry about a lot of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely time for us to start building our own institutions. This is stuff we've been getting told about. Dave Chappelle told us about what he had to go through. Left, went to Africa. Because they wanted to get him stuff that was against his morals and beliefs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you just got it, it just comes a time with everybody where you got to stand up. And it seems like we get into a point where everything is bubbling up so much. You know, because first it was sports. We were talking about the knee. Now we're talking about men and women getting groped in the entertainment industry. So it's definitely time to see how we can start moving in a direction where we can start building some of those institutions so for our question of the week i think that'll be something good for the listeners to let us know about how do you think we can go about becoming more independent and building you know uh more institutions for us across the board that we can use for ourselves so how can we Start building institutions that we can use, you know, immediately, long term, short term, whatever, however you see it going, that can help us, you know, really start taking advantage of our creativity. We can even look at Hasidic Jews. If you look at the Hasidic Jewish community, they have ambulances, they have doctors, they have grocery stores, they have schools, they have buses. And they in have, Hollywood. They have they have every <laughs> they have their own they have built up they have their own little micro econ- economy that like they don't shop anywhere outside of their own they have their own clothing stores like they don't shop outside of their community everything that they do perpetuates their own community but there was a time where Black Wall Street got burned down blew up blew up blew the hell up. They drop bombs on that. Gym. I know, but that's what I'm saying is that it's not this community can come together and build something, but let us come together and start to build something. Everything is up in arms. Yes. So it's like we definitely I think you learn from the past and you discover uh, new strategies, like different ways to add on to it. You know what I'm saying? To make it better. I think that's how we got to do it. In the Bible, it says be wise as a serpent, hey. but harmless as a dove. Be cunning. Be strategic. Like, the Lord didn't sneak Jesus in as a man coming down here, golden scepter. Snuck him in as a baby, homeless. Homeless. A homeless baby. In a manger. In a manger. Naked. Right. But unashamed. Right. (laughs) So, like, it's like, be wise. Like, do what you do, but be strategic. Right. You don't have to walk around here with gold chains and gotta do this and gotta act like that no put all that shit down because it don't matter mm. that's all that that's all that worthless ya 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 talk don't don't talk about it be about it be like, about it so everybody a lot of like it's like they cultivated this mindset of like in order to think that you're somebody you have to show this no you just 
you have to know that you you matter. Mm. And that's one thing I think in our community, a lot of us, we grew up without knowing that we matter. Our parents grew up without knowing that they matter. Their parents grew up without knowing that they matter. Mm. Like, personally, I'm Haitian, so I didn't really grow up like that. Like, I grew up Caribbeans. How my black friends... And that's funny to say. How my black is my. <laughs> it's funny to say because recently my friends told me like, like their family's from like North Carolina or something or South Carolina, and they said, they said, and these are two black girls. They said there is they're about your complexion. They dark said skin. They, dark no, skin. Jones. They're not dark skin. I'm dark skin. Right. You're not about to sit here and just say you darker than me. I am. You a little bit darker. Okay, than everybody, everybody, please. We snap Visit. a selfie. We'll snap a selfie. Okay, good. Yeah. Are you a little bit darker than me? A, I'm a lot of bit darker than you. With two shades at the They most. call me chocolate gold. I'm not saying you're not dark. I'm saying I am too. Okay. I'll. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't think he's going to understand this, but we're going to move past this right now. We'll come back to that. But basically what they told me is that you didn't grow up black. Mm. I didn't grow up black because the way that my mom raised me, my mom was born in Haiti. She came here when she was one. So technically she was like still like I'm still I'm like first generation American technically. Right, right. Um but they my my and my lineage doesn't come from America. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like so when it comes down to it they told me basically what is black culture? I was raised by Haitians. Mm. So I have a lot of Haitian culture instilled in me. Right. But I said, I said, no, there's black culture. She said, what is black culture? Explain it to me. Tell me what black culture is. Mm. What are staple foods in black culture? Mm. I was like, I don't know, like collard greens. She was like, yeah, greens. <laughs> she was like, greens. But because you know what it was? She was like, greens, chitlins, pig feet. Mm. She was like, you know what those are? I was like, food? She was like, no. She said, those are the leftovers from what we had to cook for the white people. That's what was left over. We had to take the intestines out and clean out the intestines and cook them in a way so that they actually tasted good because that's what was left over. Mm. She was like, that, 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 that's black culture. Black culture is slave culture. That's why black people out here acting the way that they're acting. Mm. She's like, because it comes from slave culture. That's what it is. Mm. And I was just like, wow. She was like, she said to me, she's, and this is something that multiple people have said to me over the years. And I never, I keep wondering, I was wondering this. And she said, um, why do you think that Africans don't have any recollection in Africa of slavery? Like the in Africa, like for all these black people to say like we're from Africa, da 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 da. Over the past few years, mm-hmm. Africans have no recollection of that actually happening mm-hmm. over there. How? How sway? <laughs> How? That is the biggest slave trade in 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 history, and they don't have any. No. What? Because I believe in the Bible. What it says is that we were going to be 
Israelites who were told they weren't Israelites are going to be taken and they're going to be enslaved for 400 years in the land that they do not know mm-hmm. by their by their Edomite brethren. Now, the Edomites come from Esau. And it says in the Bible, Esau, I have hated Jacob. I have loved mm. Jacob came out grabbing Esau's heel. Esau sold his birthright for a bowl of beans, which means that he didn't respect the covenant that God gave him. So he didn't respect the authority and the position God gave him. So God was like, Esau, I've hated Jacob. I've loved because Esau didn't give a shit about what I gave him, basically. And so Esau went up to the Caucasus Mountains in Asia. Caucasia. (laughs) It went up to the Caucasus Mountains in Asia, which then it says in the Bible, the people, you, those who are down here in in Ethiopia, Babylon, which all of that, that whole area says your brothers from the Caucasus mountains will come down and overtake you and take you and enslave you. Now it said that Caesar was an Edomite who helped with the Roman Catholic church. So if you think about how everything, it's very strategic. It's very interesting. If you think about it, how like the correlation between the two, that like all the stuff that's been happening, how it's already been written about in a different way. If you look at it, it's just like, wow, Africa has no recollection whatsoever of slavery happening. Mm. Yet in America, we know it happened. It's not even a question. So like all this stuff, the power hungry, like all that different stuff is just like the force, the brute force, the, the rape the molestations, the, 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 like, that's just, that is, it's horrible. Mm. You ain't lying. And yet, and still, you know, that whole Willie Lynch letter. Right. It came back to that. And the crazy thing is, all that you said, the white man gave up his humanity for a bowl of beans, man. That's the, (laughs) yo, what? (laughs) What? Hey, we had a great combo. Yes. And you got to come back again. We got to get me, you, and Imani yes. all on here together. Yes, that would be great. Hey, but um, we appreciate you guys for listening. Please add us at, I'm spelling it for you, the letter I, the letter M, A W A L. Send us your thoughts. Give them your handle one more time. You want me to spell it? I mean, you don't have to. I mean, if it's, it's that easy. At. Nastasia N as in Nancy A S as in Sam T A C I A dot Marie M A R I E and that's on Instagram. There you go. So hit us up. We appreciate you for coming by Sheba. And as we always end the show with Akuna Matata niggas. Akuna Matata. <laughs>